Chapter 8, Prioritize Your Purpose. There is a teaching within the vast knowledge of Kundalini Yoga about one simple term. This term is called Nam, one short word, yet it has a deep and rich philosophical and spiritual meaning. Nam, spelled N-A-A-M, literally translates to identity. So usually we say Sat Nam together as one phrase. Sat means truth. Together this expression says, truth is my identity. Nam by itself is a more subtle and has less of a boundary or verb in front of it. The verb Sat gives Nam a direction, purpose, and form. However, Nam is formless. It is that part of us that we are always seeking, exploring, and attempting to find within ourselves. Nam is a vibrational reality within us that is whispered. It is said that our Nam contains our truest purpose and is a communication from our soul. It is the vibrational frequency and current that brings forth identity from the formless. Where identity exists under the surface, hidden in the mysticism of esoteric spirituality, our Nam can be revealed and discovered by our desire to summon it forth into the seen world through our own eyes. It is an energy that is non-physical. You cannot locate it. You cannot see it, but it can be felt deeply. So deeply, in fact, it can only be felt if one is connected to their innermost, deepest areas within. Nam carries with it all the energy and inspiration you will ever need. It brings with it clarity and purpose. When you are connected to this energy of your Nam, you are connected to that part, part of you that is living intentionally, consciously, and purposefully. I remember my teacher Priya repeatedly preaching about how our goal was to do all kinds of kriyas, meditation, and breath work for one purpose, simply to arrive at our Nam, our true identity. Once this moment happens, we have to continue to deepen it with each and every passing moment, with every passing breath. She continued to tell us and teach us that once we connect to our Nam, let it be your best friend. Hold its hand everywhere you go. Keep it close to you everywhere you turn. It will lead you in the best possible direction amongst all of your many decisions and choices in life that you have to make or may be conflicted by. By connecting with your Nam, it will align you with the highest of integrity and keep your moral compass sharp. Being connected to this essence of Nam within us is deeply personal and intimate. No one can tell you what your Nam is. No one can tell you what it's transmitting to you. No one can tell you what it's communicating to you. Not even psychics, not clairvoyants, not astrologers. Those are all tools to help you arrive to it, but the direct communication can only come from that you within you. 
Only you have that power to tune into it. It is tuned specifically to you, and you are tuned to it. The frequency you both express are meant for one another and only for each other. The purpose of this ever-deepening connection to Nam is simple. It keeps you heading in the direction of your Dharma, your purpose, and soul mission. That is why when it reveals itself to you, you lock onto it. Many will ask, well, how will I know if I've connected to my Nam? You will simply know. It is a deep knowing. It's a feeling of totality within you. It's a feeling of merging within yourself. It is a deep resonance of truth, meaning, and purpose. It fills you up with inspiration and empowerment. It makes you feel fierce, bold, powerful, yet soft, gentle, and compassionate. Another reason of the many reasons for staying close to your nam is because your directive can change. You see, many of us have overlapping missions. We do not just have one purpose or one thing to experience. Sometimes we have many, and sometimes we have just a few. Either way, whatever your soul situation is, it knows where you are meant to go. It knows who you are meant to become. It knows what you are meant to do. The communication from your Nam is the clear directive on where to go, when to go, and how to go. It is your internal GPS guiding you through many missions, purposes, and experiences. You see, us being here in these bodies is less about one primary purpose and more about a plethora of experiences. Think about it. Our experiences repeatedly repeat themselves until we get the lesson and can move onto another set of experiences. Those who are living life with, a, with more fulfillment are living in a deeper relationship with their Nam. Some know this consciously, and some are living in this way unconsciously to the fact that they are communicating with this energy. The point is to connect with it and let it guide you through the many experiences you are meant to have in your life. As you allow this communication to come through you, no matter how crazy or simple it may be, listen to it and honor its voice. Many times it will not make sense to your rational mind, but in your heart, you will know it is the right thing to do. How many times have you felt that within you? Your heart is saying something, but your mind grabs the thought. Because the energy of the mind is colored and polluted, you listen to the mixed convoluted messages of the mind instead of the wisdom from your heart. The heart's energy is boundless and free, and the mind is what attempts to structure, compartmentalize, and categorize. It is its purpose to do this. That's its function. It wants to organize. This is its job. Yet when divine inspiration pours through us, we have to remove these programs of the mind. This is the reason why meditation is so vital to living a purposeful and fulfilled life. As you transcend in meditation, you reach the infinite realms, the realms of the absolute. You enter into the unified field of consciousness. If you know about or have researched quantum physics, you will know this to be true. 
under all the layers of existence and physical matter, there's a field of energy that unifies it all. It is nature. Nature is brilliant, genius, and all-knowing. It knows what everything and everyone needs, well outside of our conscious awareness. As you meditate and dip into those realms of the unified field of consciousness, you are reaching the purest, most balanced forms of nature in existence. It is an in-depth process of cleaning the mind and letting go. As you leave the space and re-emerge into the physical world, you are restored and balanced because nature knows what you need and knows how to balance you better than you can possibly imagine. And as you devote just a little effort each and every day, each and every evening, to connecting to these inner realms, you connect to this energy of Nam. It is best not to ask it questions or to try too hard to contemplate topics or listen too deeply. No strain, just innocence. Simply just exist, observe, and witness. As you practice this, the emergence of Nam will naturally begin to appear. It will naturally surface out of the depths of your being and become you. You must meet it for it to meet you. Knowing your purpose and value to this world will add to you having a deeper reverence and respect for who you are. When you strive for a higher caliber of self-worth and self-experience in this life, this activates you knowing what to prioritize. As you continue this journey of refinement, it becomes easier to start experiencing more prosperity. Once you know what you are offering into this world, you can focus on this and deliver with courage and radiance and brilliance. While each one of us has an individual purpose, we also have a collective purpose and universal purpose. What are these differences between each? The first individual purpose is what is mostly focused on. This is the one where you want to discover what your unique thing is to bring into the world. What is your talent or area of expertise? What is your gift? This is what you commit to in your life and continue to develop throughout your life and create a deep well of knowledge within. This is the purpose that makes you unique. The next one, the collective purpose, is a mutual purpose you came here within, amongst others, that is an agreement with other souls where you have created prearranged soul contracts. Here you have created situations where you must do your very best to uphold your side of the agreement. Our free will does play a factor here, and it is up to us to be connected to that inner voice of Nam that will help us make the best choices and decisions with what we are presented with. Our collective purpose is also connected to that of the consciousness of Gaia, the Earth. You see, the Earth is a soul too, just a larger one, overseeing from a larger dimensional perspective. Earth has been in some trouble for quite some time. We've been going through the Dark Ages, the Kali Yuga, as it's known. When we were developing the atom bomb, 
Gaia sent out a call into the cosmos for help. She saw that we, as humans, were doing something catastrophic, that we were a possibility on the brink of destroying ourselves, this world, and other worlds outside of this universe, because what we do here has reverberations and affects other worlds. Moreover, what we were doing on this planet at that time had the possibility of shortening the lifespan of this planet by billions of years. You see, it takes billions of years for life to advance. It's a slow process. And when life does manifest and emerge, it is sacred. This is true for all planets. To cut short the life of a beautiful planet, especially this one of Earth, by tens of millions of years or billions of years, when she is just getting started, would be a terrible thing for the universe's greater plan. Furthermore, when one planet is destroyed, it causes reverberations throughout the entire universe, destroys many dimensions in the galaxies, and it must be avoided at all costs. After this call went out into the cosmos from Earth herself, higher frequency souls came from more evolved planets and places, and beings from Source itself came down to this place, to this planet, to help with the ascension process. If you are reading this, you are most likely a starseed who came to support this collective mission and purpose of saving the planet from total destruction. There is a lot of talk in the spiritual community about how we are not here to save the world. And while the philosophy behind this is well intended to help us relax on taking on so much of God's responsibilities, we do have a responsibility and we were called here to simply be. Many of us who are here now feel very displaced, lost, or just have a deep feeling and knowing that this isn't your home. And you're right. This is not your home. This is a temporary home. Just like when you go on vacation and you leave your home, you stop at guest houses, hotels, you rent an Airbnb. This is just a place where you have temporarily stopped to simply be. You will have a uniqueness about you, but you do not need to save the world by yourself. You are saving the world by merely just being here. You see, you have an energy signature within your soul body that is of such a high vibration that it is influencing and changing the details of the matrix of this dimension without you even being fully aware of this or understanding this. It has been discovered in deep hypnosis sessions that these souls have such strong auras and radiant bodies that they can influence up to 100 feet in diameter around themselves. They truly have a magnetism that uplifts and is rewriting the source code of this reality. Honor this fact and let go of trying to find your uniqueness so tightly. You already are unique just the way you are. You simply have to be. Focus on your meditations, yoga, and spiritual practices, and you are fulfilling your collective purpose. Now, the universal purpose is the same for each and every one of us. This is the purpose that unifies us all together. It is our mutual purpose within this dimension of Earth School. 
All the Vedas, Bhagavad Gita, and Upanishads have expressed something similar. Their common theme is telling us one thing. This one thing can relate to each and every one of us. Thus, this one thing is our universal purpose. This one simple thing is simply to awaken to the light of our soul. You see, many dimensions, planets, and places other than Earth are much different than Earth. On other planets, the beings there are connected to their source. However, as one of the most challenging worlds, we are here to learn about emotions and all kinds of highs and lows of experiences. Our job is to try our best to navigate through these experiences. Sometimes we collect excellent experiences and we feel very consistent and dialed in, so to speak. And other times we don't. Other times we are rebellious and unable to be steady, try as hard as we might. Sometimes we are aligned and feel such a deep connection with divinity, and other times we feel entirely distant from our inner source. Our universal purpose is to be in search of our true self when we are both in a low state and balanced in a neutral state. When we are in a moment of amnesia, we practice our spiritual practices to help us reunite with our true self, with a capital S. The biggest problem we face is our inability to remember who we are. We are emotional. Some of, our, some of us are hardened by life and others are extremely sensitive. Either one makes you unable to be productive and focused at times. This is why we must set ourselves up for the best possible chance of a balanced, successful day ahead by being in devotion. Once we find ourself, we must nurture it and be devoted to it. It requires our attention, and as this happens, it is able to naturally unfold effortlessly and infinitely. This energy within us all will give us and provide for us exactly what we need. We simply need to show up for ourselves so we can take better care of ourselves. The most important relationship we have is the one within us. All the ancient sacred texts express this through poetry, stories, battles, parables, and philosophical perspectives alike, all to spark that light within us that is seeking healing, answers, clarity, peace, harmony, and enlightenment, and ultimately liberation. They were inspiring us to go on the spiritual journey, to go within and consistently rediscover ourselves and how we stay the same and how we change. What are the parts of us that are consistent and never changing, true throughout all ages? And what are the parts of us that are adaptable, always morphing and changing? These are the parts of us we are meant to know, develop, and understand. Our universal purpose is to know ourself. It is that simple. There are many routes, roads, and paths that all lead to the same destination. Yet, there is no destination. If you are present in each moment, you are in a moment-to-moment -moment sense of arrival. You are arriving in each and every moment with each and every breath to who you are and what you are. This is the bliss of getting to know yourself. This is the bliss of yoga, meditation, practicing gratitude, 
and all kinds of spiritual practices. It feels like embodiment, alignment, groundedness, centeredness, and stability. It feels like you are connected to something so secure as the world may be going through deep instability and security. As everything in the external world shifts and changes, you have the power to go within and stabilize and root yourself into the energy of source. This is your power. This is your universal purpose. The next section of this chapter is about Dharmic numerology and how to create a Sankalpa statement. For this next section goes very detailed into numbers and math and numerology. So it will not be included in the audiobook. However, if you would like to do your Dharmic numerology, we can set up a session to create your profile, just head to brandonspratt.com forward slash coaching to get all the details and request your specific numerology. And I'd be happy to provide that to you.